It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This Locked On Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals plus free shipping on your first box, and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Our Locked On Washington football team, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. All right, everybody, we welcome you to a new episode of the Locked On Washington football team podcast. I'm your host, Chris Russell, and we are brought to you by NFL Game Pass. This season, get football on your time with NFL Game Pass. See all the action from every game with full game replays. You can also replay an entire game and catch all of the plays in just 45 minutes with condensed games. Go right now to NFL.com slash Game Pass to start your free trial today. NFL Game Pass, where football never stops. I fired up the old NFL Game Pass, watched some of the Philadelphia Eagles and the Washington football team, listened to some of the game broadcasts in the new radio booth because I had not had a chance to hear it. It's great for that. It's great for replays. It's great for coaches film. Get it, guys. You won't be disappointed. And it's an easy, great price. Uh, Trust me on that. All right. This is the Locked on Washington football team podcast coming up in today's episode. We will have a little bit of Ron Rivera from Monday's press conference uh, after a 27-17 win. We haven't played you that. And you'll also hear from quarterback Dwayne Haskins on his halftime speech and his comeback and all of that good stuff. A lot going on with this football team, as always. They didn't sign anybody on Tuesday, which was a miraculous thing. Uh, no roster moves after working out seven guys on Monday that we told you about on the last episode. They did officially name the entry road to the practice facility at the Inova Sports Performance Center in Ashburn, Virginia, as 21300 Coach Gibbs Drive. 21300 Coach Gibbs Drive. We have uh, coverage of that in our one-minute Google uh, News Initiative and audio report, uh, as well at SI.com. Uh, so you have that. Um, 
as well. Players were off, no press conferences, no media. A team will practice Wednesday and Thursday morning at 11.50 a.m. Eastern Time, 11.50 a.m. Eastern Time. Friday will be 11.25 a.m. Eastern Time, and then they will fly to Arizona on Friday evening uh, to do the time change thing and adjust and spend Saturday, have a walkthrough in the Glendale, Arizona area, and then play Kyler Murray and the Arizona Cardinals, who, of course, upset the San Francisco 49ers in uh, Santa Clara on Sunday to also prove 2-1-0. So that should certainly be a real interesting test for this defense on Sunday. Now, one other bit of news that we got in uh, just as we're recording this, uh, and this was uh, sent to, uh, to me by w- one, of my, uh, one of my buddies uh, who always looks out for me. A sports investment firm is now the latest target of Dan Snyder's legal team. First of all, if you heard, Dan Snyder said, yeah, we might keep Washington football team as the name. It's possible. Okay, Dan. I mean, it, it is possible. Because why would they want to go through a name change again and basically have a third name and a third brand and a third logo and a third shield? And it's just a lot. Right. So it is possible. Uh, I guess it'll depend ultimately on what the NFL thinks, whether Dan's still in charge at that point. And also how the merch moved, you know, with nobody in the stadiums, that takes away a revenue stream. There's no doubt about it, but if merch sells and if it flies off the shelves, you know, there's a good chance that they could potentially keep the name. But uh, this story from Front Office Sports titled Sports Investment Firm, Latest Target of Dan Snyder's Legal Team. So basically the Baltimore-based sports investment banking firm, uh, Moag and Company, which has been involved here in terms of... uh, they uh, were, were, I guess, consulted or involved in the minority owner and partners uh, selling off their stake. Uh, that is now a that company is now a target, according to Front Office Sports, of lawyers working on behalf of Dan Snyder in a bid to uncover an alleged misinformation campaign that took place over the summer, according to federal court documents that were obtained by front office sports. Moag and Company, M-O-A-G, and Company, and website design company Precision were the focus of petitions filed in federal district courts on September the 15th. So that was today, uh, when uh, Tuesday. The filings are part of a defamation lawsuit that was filed earlier against MEAW, Media Entertainment Arts Worldwide, which is based in India. And of course, you know, that is connected with the former employee uh, that Dan Snyder has been um, accusing of spreading false statements and information. And of course, the connection to Jeffrey Epstein and sex trafficking and all that stuff. Uh, And again, that's not me saying that. That's others that reported that. And that's what Dan Snyder is suing for. So uh, Moag, the uh, firm founded by John Moag Jr. in 2001, apparently contacted an unnamed third party to solicit an offer for minority shares in the team in early July, according to the Moag petition. Um, Front Office Sports says Snyder uh, 
Snyder's petition is in a lawsuit, uh, and Moag texted Friend Office Sports saying, quote, well, it has been a couple of days now since he sued somebody. So this news is, um, look, you know, Dan Snyder is is obviously suing everybody left and right that he feels is doing him wrong. Uh, I don't know how newsy this is and juicy this is to the average common fan. It is just all part of the continuous mess that this organization is in, that this owner has always been involved in and I guess will always be involved in until uh, this gets settled or until he's removed as the owner. And then even then, I'm sure there'll be uh, lots of litigation uh, in lots of different ways. So, unfortunately, it takes away from, you know, really anything good that they do on the field, um, and it just continues to add to it. So, I'll leave it at that because I don't know how much more there is that I can say, but that is kind of where we're at, and we will see what happens in the coming days uh, in terms of this situation and, of course, the football team, which is all I really care about. I mean, quite honestly, I got to be honest with you, I'm so so, so, so exhausted from dealing with the he said, she said, and the lawsuits and the controversy and the chaos behind the scenes. Uh, All I want to talk about is football, and I I try very, very hard uh, on this podcast to just talk as much football as I can, but unfortunately, this organization does not allow you often uh, to do so. One last thing, uh, and, and then we'll hear from Dwayne Haskins on the other side. Uh, Jason Wright, the new president of the organization, he posted a letter to fans, customers, supporters, um, media on the uh, official team's website. I believe it's also on the WashingtonJourney.com thing. So apparently he's going to be doing a, a, a weekly letter that he said is broken down into a couple of different pieces and is not going to be about football operations. Cause he said, look, even though I'm a former player and he's right, um, he's like, it doesn't mean I know exactly what's going on in the football operations because he's not involved in those meetings. So that's a smart thing for him to preface and say, I mean, he certainly has a background obviously that he can add an opinion to and uh, all of that. But Uh, He should not be directly involved in football operations if things are going swell. All right. So we will come back with Dwayne Haskins, his comments after Sunday and the post-game press conference in which he was asked, of course, about his leadership and making a speech and a statement and firing up his guys at halftime and a 1-0 victory for the Washington football team. That's next right here on L-O-W-F-T. All right, guys, I'm Chris Russell for our friends again at NFL Game Pass. This season, get football on your time with NFL Game Pass. That's right. You can catch every snap from every game with full game replays and see all of the plays in just 45 minutes with condensed games. You can relive all the gutsy calls, crazy catches, wild comebacks, and breakout stars from every game every week. It's all the action, all the football you can handle all in one place. And NFL Game Pass is the only place you can replay every game all season long. 
like the Philadelphia Eagles and the Washington football team. You'll also learn from the league's best players with over 40 NFL Game Pass film session episodes. Go inside the game from a player's perspective as they break down the game's concepts and techniques. Learn from the best like Deshaun Watson, Stephon Gilmore, Devontae Adams, and more. NFL Game Pass also provides access to the entire NFL Films archive. Simply put, go to NFL.com slash Game Pass to start your free trial today, guys. NFL Game Pass, where football never stops. This is David Harrison of the Locked On Commanders podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Discover. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. All right, I'm Chris Russell. We're here on the Locked on Washington football team podcast. Let's go out to starting quarterback Dwayne Haskins, who we haven't heard from uh, just yet at the podium on Sunday. Yes, uh, still talking about that 27-17 win over the Philadelphia Eagles. More his halftime speech and the leadership and the poise, no turnovers, uh, and a much better second half than a first half. Sorry, um, Ron Rivera and then Fabian Moreau talked about your halftime speech. What did you say and why did you feel the need to say something? Um, when playing quarterback, um, I've learned over the years that there's opportunities um, in a game or in the, in the locker room or before the game to um, fire your guys up. So for me, um, that, that uh, after the speech, I felt that we were um, kind of in a lull. We were really out there trying to um, – you know, we were really trying not to have to play well, but we were doing the best as we could. But, you know, I tried to find a way to motivate the guys and find a way to come back second half and win. Hey, Dwayne, this is Les Carpenter at the Washington Post. Um, I, I, when you were giving that speech, I, some of the guys had said that it was something based on how last year you guys were in this position before. Uh, could you maybe say a little bit about what you said and how you said it? Yeah, basically, um, last year we were up 17 nothing first half against the Eagles at their place. Um, first game of the season, we were up. We thought we had them. Uh, they came back on the second half and demolished us. So um, pretty much the, the moral of the speech was, you know, we're home. We're the home team. They're, they're the visitors. Um, there's no reason why we should be feeling like we should, uh, you know, be a little bro to them in a sense. So um, for, for me, it was uh, find a way to win. They find a way to win and beat us last year at their place, and this is our house. And um, we're killing ourselves. Nothing that they did that um, really stopped us. So um, we just got to continue to um, keep finding ways to win every game. Hey, Dwayne, can you just talk a little bit about uh, your guys' decision to take a knee before uh, the game? Can you hear me? We came together as a team. We had a team meeting, and um, my idea I had was um, try to show unity within our team um, with locking arms during the Lift Every Voice um, National Anthem for the African Americans, and then um, after taking a knee, a moment of silence for all the names and people who were uh, lost and murdered um, due to social injustice and police brutality. And then um, when we had our uh, national anthem, it was also our idea to still everybody stand, but um, instead of kneeling, if you want to kneel, you can, I don't know if you're familiar with Jeffrey Owens and Olympics, so we uh, had his fist up. So that's what the, the uh, compromise was there. And we all decided as a team that's what we're going to do. And, 
we were very unified with that, and I thought that was one of the reasons why we were able to come back and win, because uh, we're a family. Fonda said that it felt like in the first half you guys were reaching a little bit, that Scott maybe was reaching with some of his calls in order. What changed offensively, game plan-wise, in the second half where you guys were able to settle in, find a better rhythm? Uh, this probably just letting the plays come to us. Uh, a lot of times when you're down, you want to try to make the big play. Um, when it's not there, and then all you do is call yourself a You get back to your sense a little bit that first quarter. Um, really, just, you know, trying to find the right read, put the ball down, and run it back and find to We'll find ourselves in a position where we can go win this game. And um, Scott did a great job figuring out what we needed to do. And um, we find a, a great way to respond. One of the things Ron has said kind of consistently is, that he wants everybody to be judged now going forward and stop, you know, rehashing everything that's happened in the past. So how important was it for you guys to have this kind of performance in your first game, you know, to kind of put the stamp on this is a new team and this is a new organization and it's a new everything? I mean, the past is the past, but I feel like you should learn from it. Um, I feel like we have a great future, but we're in the present. That's why it's a gift. And, um, Honestly, just the opportunity to, you know, be starting and be a captain for this team. I'm grateful, um, thankful being from this hometown and um, definitely just being around these guys. I know how much we love football, how much Coach Rivera loves football. And, um, you know, just the biggest thing with this, with this, with the past is that knowing that it's going to make us better and uh, knowing that we should use that, um, you know, whatever we've been through uh, prior to with um, name changing or coaching or whatever the situation or whatever it may be. Um, that we're going to come together every day on Sunday and find a way to win the game, uh, regardless of the situation or what we've been through, um, because it's important for us to leave good product football on the field for our fans and for ourselves and our families and our friends. So um, the biggest thing is, is just keeping a foot forward and staying motivated and staying positive and knowing that people will always try to bring you back to what you did bad or what you've done that wasn't good enough. And that's just how life is. But as long as you think positively, and you move forward and you find a way to be self-aware and uh, always completely give your best foot forward and um, never doubt yourself and find a way to win. Was there, was there a throw – oh, I'm sorry. Was, was there a throw or a drive that really kind of got you in a rhythm today? Um, the drive before the second half, we came back and I scored a touchdown. That drive, just getting to that tempo mode of a two-minute drive and getting on the ball. And, um, so we have big, big guys up front. Um, Fletcher Cox, um, Malik Jackson, Graham, Graham, and all those guys are, you know, athletic players. But once you get them in a play six or seven or eight of a drive, they get tired like anybody else. And um, that's when we had to figure out ways to extend drives. It couldn't be three and out or, or first down and not getting a second down or a third down. And, you know, just trying to find ways to keep them on the field because once we did that, um, we wore them down. You talked about how important it was for you to go to your first protest earlier this summer and how much that meant to you. And I saw you when you were on the sideline holding your fist up. Can you talk about what went into that decision on the sideline? Um, we had a team meeting today, Sunday, I want to say um, Thursday or Friday, um, basically because we're in a position around sports where we're um, political influencers. So um, I wanted to find a way for us as a team to be unified, um, not one person kneeling, one person sitting down, one person standing up. And um, we're a team. I know everyone has their own opinions and everything, but that's what life is about is figuring out how people feel. And um, we had great conversations and um, just within our team and, and in small groups. And, um, you know, we came up with that idea of doing that and, and showing a front of this is the Washington football team and we're going to stand together. 
um, and everything in life. All right, that is Washington football team quarterback Dwayne Haskins meeting with reporters courtesy of Washington football and Washington football team media relations. All right, so when we return right here on the Locked on Washington football team podcast, it is a little bit from Ron Rivera on Monday afternoon as well, and then we'll turn the page, kind of, sort of, to the Arizona Cardinals in the next couple of episodes. Plus, don't forget, Crossover Thursday still to come uh, this week. Bo Brock and I will catch up and preview the Washington football team and the Arizona Cardinals. Kyler, Murray, DeAndre Hopkins, whew, they got some talent. That is going to be a stiff week two test for the Burgundy and Gold. That's all to come. All right, it is Chris Russell with you, the Locked on Washington football team podcast for our friends at rockauto.com. That's right, rockauto.com. We've been telling you about them for months, guys. Why go anywhere else? Why go to those big auto parts superstores? You know the ones we're talking about, right, with the big ceilings and all the parts lined up that you know nothing about, and usually there's some pushy, aggressive, salesperson uh, that's on some sort of commission or he wants to sell you parts that are over marked up because you're not a mechanic because you're not one of their partners because you're not one of their buddies that they know who does business with them all the time right you want to be treated like an individual you want to be treated like just the same as everyone else you want the same low prices that everyone else gets and you can do it at rockauto.com they're a family business serving auto parts customers for over 20 years online go to rockauto.com guys to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers whatever you need inside outside you can get it at rockauto.com go there right now rockauto.com see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in there how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you amazing selection reliably low prices all the parts your car will ever need at rock auto this is david harrison of the locked on commanders podcast and this episode is brought to you by discover looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone luckily with 24 7 u.s based live customer service from discover everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime day or night yep you heard that right you can talk to a real human in customer service anytime Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Dot com. All right, this is Chris Russell. We wrap up the Locked On Washington football team podcast with a little bit from Ron Rivera at the podium on Monday afternoon after his team went 1-0 and after he had a chance to watch back some of the film. Um, I want to start with Dwayne. It seemed like he was getting the ball out really quick yesterday. And I was wondering if that was the game plan or, or him making quick decisions, or maybe you want to see the O-line, you know, give him a little more time. I guess, what what would you kind of attribute that to? Um, for the most part, what that really is just him going through his reads, getting an understanding of what we wanted to do, how we wanted to do it. You know, he did some really good things, made some really good decisions. A couple things you'd like to see him do, though, is put a little bit more touch on the ball at times. You know, he tried to gun a couple of them in, and because of it, the ball ended up a little bit behind. Instead of really putting that that lead throw into it, in other words, he tried to lead the receiver a little bit better. He tried to hit the hit the receiver on the spot. So, you know, he, he I think he was a little bit anxious. You know, he he looked like he was having fun, but he looked a little bit anxious at times. And once he settled in, though, and we saw that, you know, he really took command of what we were doing. And and when you say you know kind of fitting that ball in, is it not just the throw, but also taking more time in, in going through his reads, or is that more just you know th- putting putting uh, speed on the ball? Well, I think it's a little bit of both. 
you know, because again, you know, you go through your reads, you go through your progression. Sometimes you want to hang on a receiver a little bit longer and you may have to gun it in. Other times you may go from one to two and all of a sudden as you're going to two, you realize, hey, I got two if I lay the ball out there. So again, he's, he, those, again, this is a second year quarterback who's done a great job, who's learning, who's, who's made good decisions yesterday. He really did. That's one of the things that was, that was, that, that, that was really pleasing was even though he may have missed a couple throws, those throws were headed where they were supposed to, to the right receivers. Awesome. Thank you. Hey, Ron, John Kime, ESPN. What sometimes with a quarterback, when you're starting off a little bit sluggish, there's one play that gets you going. Was there a play that you felt like Dwayne started to relax after having made it? You know, that's funny. Uh, yeah, I, I just got done watching the tape and I, I don't know. I just felt like he was relaxed the whole time. It was just a matter of, of, of things coming together as a group. Um, I, I will say this, though. I, I thought. In, 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 in the third quarter, in the second, I think it was the second drive, he showed confidence. He stood tall, made some really real, real good decisions, delivered a couple of nice balls. Um, it just looked like he had good command. I mean, like I said, I, I never really thought about that because to me he just looked like he was, he was out there having fun. And then you guys early on, Scott, was using a lot more of the two running back sets. And then as the game went on, more three receiver, one back sets. How much did that help? Why the change, and then did that help you guys get into a better rhythm? Okay, I'm not going to tell you why, because that's all part of game planning. Well, just between so, us. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but I think the thing about it really is, you know, he's trying to create the flow. And, 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 and if, if he gets something working with that combination of players, then he's going to stick with it. I mean, you know, it, it, it's, it's the same thing for going with, with the three receiver packages, the 11 personnel groupings. If you get into a specific flow with a specific group, you're going to ride it. You're not going to start changing guys just for, 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 you know, just for the sake of it. Um, I think because of J.D. McKissick's versatility, too, he can stick with that personnel grouping because, again, he's so versatile that you can go into the, your hurry-up offense, you can go into your different formations and really create some mismatches. And I think that's part of what he was trying to look for. I was just sitting there thinking about some of the stuff that you've told us during the offseason. One about when you drafted Chase Young, you all said that, one, he could be great for the defense, but, two, great for the overall offense. And then yes. the book about the explaining in the Bible about when that quote that you mentioned about hunkering down for the long haul. Right. It just, a lot of it, it had a lot of great foresight, and I'm wondering when did you realize that the things that – I don't know, when did this team give you the impression that, like, you could certainly say some things like that, or are you – when does it seem to give you that impression, I guess, like to feel comfortable saying some of those things? So it seems like you have very great, very good foresight on a lot of what's happened so far with this team. You, you know, because they're, they're so young, but yet they've gone through so much. And, and when, when you've weathered the storm like these guys have, I, I think it, it deserves to be pointed out. Um, I, I just think that, that there's a group of young men that, that, you know, had to deal with some things the last few years. If you go back to you know, a lot of these guys when they first got drafted here and have had their struggles, I mean, it, it's been tough. And, and the last few years have been tough. Believe me, I went through it in Carolina. I mean, you know, those guys went through a tough time. Well, these guys have gone through a tough time. But when you start seeing some of the things that happened, like on the sideline, I didn't see anybody bickering. I didn't see anybody pointing fingers. I didn't see anybody getting after each other for, for no reason at all. So that kind of led, led me to believe, okay, they got it. They are understanding. And the nice thing is I started hearing them asking questions about, hey, how can we do this? Why is this going on? What can we change? You know, instead of looking for somebody to blame. So I saw a little maturity on the sideline, which really pleased me. Um, and I, I just think, you know, with how resilient they were during the game, they needed to hear that because these guys have the potential. They're a young group of players. 
if we can keep these guys together for a period of time, we can develop and grow as a team. And who knows what, who knows where we can go? Who knows where we can be? Um, to your other point about, you asked about Chase's impact on, on not just the defense, but on the, on the team as a whole. But the impact really is from what the defense does. And that is, if you look at where we scored some of our points, we got them off of turnovers in great field position. Okay, so we scored touchdown, touchdown, touchdown on three, uh, three possessions that started on their side of the 50. So that's huge when you get into those type of situations. And that's what a good pass rush, that's what taking the ball away, that's what good special teams play can do for you, Ree. You've talked so much about Jimmy Moreland, how he's always around the ball, how mm -hmm. he loves plays with that tenacity, even though he's a smaller guy. And there he goes getting into screen plays, busting those up all by himself, basically. He gets his first interception. I, I guess going back to the point, just, you see these guys a lot. So when do you just know and, like, you can speak so confidently about these guys at some point? Well, you know, again, some guys just have that knack. You know, another guy to keep an eye out to has been Fabian Moreau. I mean, Fabian's kind of practiced that way the last few weeks. And so really to see him step up and make an opportunity, that was great. Uh, 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 Cam came up, had his opportunities, Cam Curl. You know, th there's some guys that just as you watch in practice, they, 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 they seem to focus in, they seem to pay attention. You know, and we got some veteran guys that, that, that just always seem to be around the football. So it, it, it's pleasing to see those things. But as far as Jimmy's concerned, he has fun. I mean, he enjoys what he does. He works at his craft. Uh, he brings energy to it. He's an infectious type personality. Um, that's what you want on your football team is those guys that may not be the star player, but again, when he's he's one of those significant role players, he, he... And that's going to do it for us right here on the Locked on Washington football team podcast. I'm Chris Russell. Again, if you want to hit me up on Twitter, it's at Russellmania621, at LockedWFTPod, at LockedWFTPod. Uh, make sure you guys check out the Locked on NFL podcast and all of our draft uh, coverage that is still going on. Uh, all the draft podcasts and each and every NFL team is covered uh, just wherever you download this particular podcast go and help yourself out all right that's going to do it for us right here on the locked on washington football team podcast thanks for being with us i'm chris russell adios is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements maybe it's time for a rebuild or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the lombardi trophy Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On Podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.